I'm trying to create this new or help create this new genre of stays that of, of hospitality that is worldwide that immerses people in local environments and culture and experience and design and makes it um, a, a reachable for for a lot of people that aren't even used to that. And so, just in, in much the same way that Airbnb was novel and kind of took the world by storm because you know people weren't used to staying in other people's houses, that was as Richard Furtick says, um, short-term rental 2.0, or I can't remember. I think that was 1.0. 2.0 and 3.0 is all about building out the actual connections and experiences that are going to, those emotional connections I was describing earlier that are going to impact people's lives. Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs and the hosts who've made them memorable. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Sponstaneous, a free weekly newsletter that brings you a carefully curated list of last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. Sign up at Sponstaneous.com. I'm your host, Zach Cruz. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, Zach here. Quick question before we dive into today's chat. So are you ever scrolling on Instagram and you see these like ridiculously beautiful Airbnbs that look like they're fresh out of a dwell or restoration of hardware magazine? And have you ever wondered to yourself, like, how the heck are these hosts able to afford to furnish their spaces so elegantly? Well, I wondered this too, until I found out that there's actually a secret that many of the best Airbnb hosts know that enable them to buy things like West Elm media consoles, crate and barrel couches, and parachute sheets at prices that you just really can't get anywhere else. And that secret? Well, it's Minoan, a completely free platform to purchase everything that you need for your short-term rental. If you have more than one short-term rental, chances are that you use some sort of system for your property management, right? Whether it's like a guestie or an uplisting. Well, Minoan is the system that hosts use for furnishing and refreshing their homes. Minoan provides hosts with a one-stop shop to get hundreds of discounts on the world's leading brands and a system where you can manage all of the ordering, all of the tracking, all of the returns, et cetera, in one place, which obviously just saves you a lot of time and money. Oh, and the best part, again, is that Minoan is totally free. Like, no membership fees, no annual dues, nada. Like, it's almost too good to be true, except for the fact that, well, it is true. <laughs> and if you thought Minoan couldn't get any better, well, that's actually where you would be wrong. So I want you to stay tuned for more info in just about 15 minutes from now that'll make you want to sign up for Minoan the minute this episode is over. All right, so stay tuned in just a few minutes and hear a little bit more about why you want to sign up for your free, totally free Minoan account the minute this podcast is over. In just a moment, you will re-meet, or perhaps meet for the very first time, Isaac French. If you do not know Isaac, you might be living under a rock. He is the founder and creator of Live Oak Lake. He actually came on the Behind the Stays podcast about a year ago, and since then, he has totally blown up and is all over social talking about the incredible experience that he's built and cultivated at Live Oak Lake. Now, we had the special opportunity to have Isaac come on the podcast and share a little bit about his latest project. 
which is a masterclass that each and every one of you are invited to register for and sign up to purchase. This masterclass is on experiential hospitality and Isaac has partnered with some of the best in the industry to put together this remarkable, it's like a nine hour course. There's 45 different video sessions. It's absolutely fantastic folks. And Isaac is going to share in this episode a little bit about the course, why he built it, what you can expect from it, and why you will want to purchase and enroll in the course. If you have any questions about this course, feel free to reach out to me directly. But without further ado, get ready to meet and or again, re-meet Isaac French. All right, Isaac, we are live, dude. Welcome back to Behind the Stays. Thank you, Zach. It's great to be here. It is. Uh, it's an honor to have you here, man. I I was uh, talking to somebody recently about this this guy. They were, they couldn't remember his name. They were like, I follow him on Instagram. He's got all these like really cool cabins on like uh, in like Waco. And I was like, Isaac French. He's like, Yeah, Isaac French. And and this was somebody well outside of like the circles that uh, I, at least I run in, and I think that some of the circles that that you run in. And I think that that's just a testament, man, to how how you know you've been everywhere over the last year since, since coming on the podcast. Uh, and just, I've gotten, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I've gotten gotten really lucky. And a lot of it was actually precipitated by my uh, encounter with you. So it was, um, uh, it was very fortuitous to run into you about a year ago and then the door opened up with Sam Parr and then through Twitter and social media and everything has just exploded. And, but yeah, I can really trace a lot of all that back to you. So, uh, you can take a lot of credit for that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that, man, but, um, but dude, yeah, you've been crushing it. I, it's been, it's, it's an honor to just get to like learn from you on, on social. And if you're listening to this podcast and you aren't already following Isaac on is Twitter sort of Twitter's really where you, where you're investing most of your personal energy. I know obviously the live Oak Lake brand is huge on Instagram, but you, you, you personally, you, you invest most of your time on Twitter. Is that correct, Isaac? Exactly. And my new email, which uh, I'm, I'm sharing just a lot of the behind the scenes stuff of Live Oak Lake on Twitter in the email. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Well, folks, uh, we just kind of got right into it here. But if you're not familiar with the with the other voice here, uh, Isaac French is the creator of Live Oak Lake. He has been, again, all over the place recently because he created something incredibly unique in Waco, Texas. I had the opportunity to spend just a couple hours there last summer, get to hear a little bit of Isaac's story. I'll link to that podcast if you want to just learn a little bit more about who Isaac is and what he's done and really the the story of of Live Oak Lake. I'll link that in the show notes below. So I don't want to rehash all of that now, but I wanted to bring Isaac back onto the podcast because he has just spent the last, I don't know, couple months like doing, spending nights, uh, basically pulling all-nighters, doing an incredible amount of work on a masterclass in experiential hospitality. So Isaac, I want you to just tell us a little bit about First and foremost, why the heck are you doing this? And then tell us a little bit about what what the masterclass is is all about. Yeah. So really the masterclass is just the end or at least a further result of what I've been doing for the last year, which is freely sharing all the information, everything I've learned from my journey on social media, on Twitter primarily, and um, podcasts and whatever. And that's really resonated with people. And there are a lot of other incredible hosts out there, some of which we actually featured in in the masterclass. Um, But there are 
there are few, it seems like, that are actually willing to come out and give the blueprint, mm. give their secret sauce. And so I don't have, I'm not anything special. I mean, I've been very fortunate and Live Oak Lake is, has taken off incredibly well. Um, but I have been very willing to just give freely. And I've learned that if you give, you receive tenfold. So mm. um, really the, the masterclass was kind of my uh, end game all along with that. I just wanted to test the waters first and just like put it all out there and that's also helped to develop the following and the trust with that following to actually launch the masterclass. So, uh, what the masterclass is, it's 10 modules, 45 lessons. It's about nine hours of video content total. Um, and so this is a deep dive, comprehensive, concise overview. The, all the knowledge I've gained over the past two years with live Oak Lake boiled down into this one resource. It's also got, um, and a, a companion guide that a PDF guide that covers the whole process. It's got my, uh, uh, Excel model that I use for underwriting. It's got my message automation sequences that it took me months to kind of craft at live Oak Lake, all the triggers, all the, all the sequences for that. So tons of valuable information boiled down. And the way I like to think about it is, and this is me being as genuine as I can. If I could go back in time two years and talk to myself, I would have paid 10 times when I'm charging for this <laughs> to get the same knowledge. Cause it's just like all these lessons brought together. And I also brought in a panel of like 10 guest experts that kind of rounds out my perspective. Cause obviously I'm not an expert in everything. So, uh, it's a really unique, immersive experience, much like visiting live Oak Lake, which is what the masterclass is based on. Yeah, dude. I, I love it. All right, friends, it's me again with just a wee bit more info about our friends at Minoan. So in addition to providing hosts with a completely free system to help streamline furnishing and granting hosts access to hundreds of discounts on the world's leading brands, Minoan also enables hosts to make their homes shoppable in a way that's subtle and also sophisticated. So here's an example of how this works. Let's say a guest sends you a message remarking how well they slept during their stay. And they ask, you know, what kind of mattress was in the master bedroom because when they get home, they want to buy a new mattress because, again, they had just such a beautiful night's sleep, right? Well, as it turns out, it was a purple mattress that you had ordered via Minoan when you were furnishing your home. Well, if that guest does go and buy a purple mattress, Minoan thinks that you should get a cut of that sale, right? After all, it was a great night's sleep on your mattress that convinced this guest that they had to have the same one. So Minoan's technology enables hosts to earn commissions on everything from mattresses to coffee makers and soaps to sofas. You can save on high-end furnishings upfront, and then if you want, you have the ability to earn cash money whenever your guests buy the products that they fell in love with while they were staying at your vacation rental. So again, you don't have to do this, right? You can just use Minoan to buy these incredible, glorious furnishings for your home. You don't also have to make your home shoppable, but if you wanted to do that, Minoan provides a really easy, simple way to do this that does not you know, disturb guest experience. It's not like there's like price tags on everything, right? Like it's a very subtle, very sophisticated, kind of like one little QR code uh, that you can put anywhere in your in your home and folks can go in and, and explore the, um, the furnishings uh, around your space just by quickly scanning that, that QR code. You could throw it in your, you know, on your kitchen sink, near your kitchen sink, or you could put it, you know, near, uh, near the guest bedroom, whatever it might be, right? Um, so I want you to take a moment right after this conversation, or you could pause the episode and do this right now. And I want you to sign up for a free account at minoanexperience.com. 
please, please, please tell the folks there that Zach from Behind the Stays sent you their way. Just head on over to Minoan, that's M-I-N-O-A-N, experience.com. And again, be sure to tell them that Zach from Behind the Stays sent you their way. Thanks, guys. Really, really appreciate you taking some time to check out Minoan and let me know what you think about their offerings. One of the uh, you know one of the things that those of you listening in should know if you if you haven't picked up on this about Isaac and or you haven't seen this on social media already is Isaac's uh, the he the word good or or okay or or like average like does not exist in his vocabulary like all you have to do is spend a couple of minutes you don't even have to spend a couple of minutes you have to drive up to like the gate of Live Oak Lake and and you know that there's a there's a true craftsman behind behind this space and this experience and so I know that this course is going to be just truly epic because if you're going to assign your name to something Isaac it it has to be great it has to be excellent um, on that note, I, I want to hear a little bit about what, who, who you think this course is for. Like it, there's a lot of people obviously in the short-term rental space, folks that have a couple of Airbnbs, folks that might have portfolios where they manage 200, 300 Airbnbs. Like who, who do you think Isaac, this, this course is especially for? Great question. It really is, was crafted and designed for a wide spectrum. So it's from Everybody from the casual passive observer who's, you know, peripherally interested in uh, hospitality and experiential hospitality because it's getting a lot of buzz these days and rightly so. Um, and will find, I think, both not only educational value, but entertaining value from it to actually see like the production quality of the course. I mean, we shot it on site. Mm. It's got walkthroughs, engaging conversations. So it's just I don't know. It's it's like um, ear and eye candy for a lot of people that are e not even invested in the space. And then within the space, of course, those that have you know one, two, three single family Airbnbs, but kind of see the writing on the wall with Airbnb bust and want to create a brand, want to create an experience. Yeah, this is the perfect playbook to level up in that regard. Whether it's a, a you know one-off properties or a portfolio collections of like communal properties, like we have at Live Oak Lake. And then all the way up to the institutional level. So in the process of you know sharing my story over the past year, I've connected with a lot of great folks, and some of them are in private equity, venture capital even. And there's so much interest just even looking at what we've done along with a lot of other great properties to get into this space mm. that we have – we've really as objectively as possible put the blueprint out there that anyone from any of those uh, places or anywhere in between can take that – and apply it to their own unique properties. It's I know a little bit of a cliche answer, but it really is for a, almost everyone who's at all interested in the space. Yeah, yeah. What when I what, one of the things I got really excited about when I knew that when I heard that you were going to be working on this, Isaac, was the, the idea of crafting unique stays and this this movement in hospitality around experiential. Uh, people have heard a lot about it, right? It, it's it's really trendy to talk about unique stays on Twitter. It's really trendy to talk about why your backyard of your Airbnb needs to be like freaking epic and then have pickleball courts and basketball courts and, you know, all the courts. Um, and, and this idea right around hospitality being more experiential than ever before and how that applies to the short-term rental space. A lot of the quote unquote gurus on social media have spent a lot of time talking about this recently, but I think one of the hardest things to date has been most people, I think, agree that the idea of an experiential stay is is probably worth 
crafting, right? Like meaning if you have the resources and you choose between boring and unique, I think most people would choose unique. But I think one of the hardest things is it's been difficult for people to understand if you want to go all in on this, like what is what is that playbook? How do you start? If, if you're a young entrepreneur who wants to go build something in hospitality, but you don't have the capital, where do you start? If you're somebody who has a lot of capital, but doesn't have the time or doesn't want to invest the time personally in building a Live Oak Lake themselves, but they have a vested interest in owning something like a Live Oak Lake, where do you start, right? So there are so many, there's so much agreement right now that this there's huge opportunity in this space to, to do something experiential but not a lot of depth on what, okay, once, once you agree that it's it's worth doing, what's next, right? So I think what you've done with this course is going to give people that what's next, right? It's going to give a very tangible, very specific playbook that hopefully people can riff on uh, and, and riff off of and, and make, make their own, but it will at least provide a solid foundation of optional next steps, which I think is what the industry has been needed, been needing, I should say. Exactly. And and in the two scenarios you painted there, whether it's the one young entrepreneur without the resources, but the drive and the inspiration or the individual with the resources without the time, there's a path forward with partnering, obviously. And this is really what I did in my case. And yes, I was lucky to have a family that was supportive and that had a small construction business. As most people know, I've told the story, but I got a construction loan through their business. They also co-guaranteed. So I was able to get a construction uh, construction loan and a line of credit. Um, but there is a pathway forward and especially now more than ever, because not only is there my property, there are other properties that can be used as case studies. And yeah. even in the course I'm giving, I'm giving the exact um, schedule of values and underwriting model I used for Live Oak Lake. I've been super transparent with my PL, like all the numbers behind it. So there are other properties that can now even be used as case studies, both in raising equity and debt, money yeah. is obviously a huge uh, uh, variable for a lot of people and a huge prohibitor from entering the space. But more more than ever, there's opportunity now and there's enough hunger. I mean, Zach, I can't tell you how many people, it's absolutely insane to me over the past 12 months, really since I came on your podcast, um, <laughs> that, that kind of started the snowball or helped, it coincided with the snowball and, and helped push it along. But I have had literally hundreds, if not thousands so far, of inquiries of people wanting to invest. And this is anyone from just the mom and pop, you know, uh, one or two Airbnbs that just, you know, want to partner up on a project yeah. to high net worth individuals, private equity, venture capital. We've been approached multiple times to buy Live Oak Lake. So there is unbelievable interest. I even tell people there's a case to be made right now in terms of finance, potential financial recession that we are really, and I firmly believe this, going to benefit even if there is a slowdown in the economy, there's a recession because our whole model is built around these short staycation uh, distance uh, destinations. Yeah. And, and where we yeah. are in Texas, what we're offering is so unique. You've been here. There isn't anything like that in the whole state. So if you find the right market, you find the right demographic, and then you create the product and market it well, this can thrive in, yeah. in uh, downturn environments like we're in right now. There are people with not just debt, but with with cash that literally are ready to, because inflation is super high and there, there aren't a lot of cash flowing assets. So 
once again, this is standing out. This asset class is standing out more than ever. I know we're kind of getting in the weeds on finance, but it, I know that's that's been probably the number one concern and you know problem that people have, question that they have, and I, I address that thoroughly in the masterclass. But I would say right now, that's a huge opportunity actually to get into the market. Yeah, yeah, it's so well said. Hey guys, it's Zach. If you're enjoying this episode, could you do me two very quick favors? First, this show is possible thanks to a handful of incredible organizations who've signed on to be advertising partners of Behind the Stays. It would mean the world to me if you'd take just a second to scroll down to the show notes and go learn more about this episode's sponsor. Even if you aren't in the market for agency support or a new PMS at the moment, it never hurts to be aware of who else is out there. And second, if you're listening to this episode on Spotify, could you be so kind as to give Behind the Stays a five-star rating? And if you're on Apple Podcasts, could you submit a quick review and let me know what you love most about the show? I know it seems trivial, but these things really, really do help us grow the show. And just a reminder that if you've ever got feedback from me on how to make the show better, shoot me an email directly at Zach, that's Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com. You all really are the best. I love receiving your emails and DMs. All right, so check out the sponsor and leave us a rating and a review, please. All right, guys, back to the show. On that note, I, I want to just unpack a few of the modules briefly, Isaac. Uh, you don't need to give away the uh, you know the the magic juice, the golden sauce, right? But just give us give us a little bit more insight into what folks can expect from from the following modules. So you mentioned there are four, there are forty five lessons in total. Um, I want to talk a little bit about a, a few of the modules in particular that I think will be most interesting to behind the stays listeners. First and foremost is the vision and design module, right? So what, what can folks expect in, in that module? So that module, I collaborated with my good friend, mutual friend, Hans Lorai, and he flew down. We filmed like five episodes together. We did site walkthroughs. So we kind of show, uh, not just tell, but show exactly how we implemented the concepts at Live Oak Lake. The main, um, concepts, well, there are so many things we could go into, but to give you a little taste. Yeah. One of the main takeaways for me that just really kind of came about in our conversations, a lot of this, like I spent a lot of time drafting notes. It was a ton of work, honestly, to kind of like uh, codify all my thinking. But then when we actually had those conversations, it was amazing to kind of feel the synergy and the um, what came out of that. But what we came up with is you've got to define your concept first before you create your brand, before you create your buy your property or do anything. You've got to come up with what inspires me. What do I feel passionate Mm -hmm. about? And before, before you get there, I recommend you've got to experience other people's experiences and stay. So I went to Amangiri, you know, I've gone to tons of these incredible properties. I know you Zach have stayed at tons of, of cool Airbnbs. I highly encourage you to go around and develop that palette of tastes and preferences that will help you articulate your concept. And then we actually have a really simple uh, brand and concept canvas that we're providing in the masterclass after we teach this lesson. And you can just start jotting down some of these uh, 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 elements, such as, you know, in the case of Live Oak Lake, we have uh, A-frame, black Scandinavian architecture and white oak accents and some Japanese details and, and live plants inside and water. And then you want to cap it with just like a few things like that. And then Mm. theme everything about the brand, the property, the social media, the marketing, everything around that. 
when, once you have solidified what that core concept is, build your brand around that. And a lot of people overthink it when it comes to the brand. And uh, obviously, there, there are technical implications. You want to make sure that you have domain names and social handles and all of that. But really, it's just that feeling. It's that core experience. And we use that word a lot, experiential hospitality masterclass. But you're connecting with people. You're creating emotional connections with your guests. And so yeah. it's got to start with an emotional connection you have had to different places. And then you're weaving together these different elements. And, and they can you can marry different concepts together. So it could be, you know, Victorian design with modern country minimalism or whatever, and, and create an experience unique to your property, to your area and a brand around that. So we do a deep dive on that as well as the process of actually, whether you're going to design this yourself or bring on an, uh, an architect and a design team and the pros and cons in my case, I was able to buy prefab plans from Down Outdoors, and I was able to mix a few of their designs, tweak them, and then did all like the landscape detailing myself. So we kind of give like the whole overview from the high level, like are you going to hire a team, are you going to do this yourself, to the actual vision behind it and what's going to define and inform all of those decisions on the ground. Uh, so that's a little taste into the episode. <laughs> Isaac, I love that that's a little taste. And what's so cool about this is this is this is just kind of like proof that this is this is a freaking epic product that you guys have put together because a lot of time I mean there there are so many people in the hospitality space, especially in the short-term rental space that have courses and communities and they want you to, you know, pay a pay a premium to access their how to get rich quick scheme on building a, a, a robust Airbnb portfolio, right? And, and I don't want to knock, you know, those folks, some people find that valuable, some people have, you know, gotten uh, 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 their money's worth and then some and then there but there's also a lot of criticism around kind of courses in the space, right? And this idea that, okay, wow, am I really going to spend, you know, a couple grand, whatever it might be on a course, that is going to kind of tell me all the same, all the things that like I already know. And e even in the examples that you just gave, right? People that are going to sign up for something like this, the people that are listening to this podcast, they already, they understand the importance of branding. They understand the importance of marketing. What I love that you just did is you said, you, you talked about starting with concept, right? Which, which is something that I think, I don't, I actually don't know that a lot of people have spent as much time thinking about, right? They think a lot about their core brand, they think a lot of, about the the design of their space, perhaps, but as they think about their their business, right, and and building the portfolio that they want to build, how how much time are they actually investing in? No, 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 but at, but at the most basic level, like what is our concept? It reminds me of I'm re I'm reading. I was telling you about this. I'm reading Four Seasons by Isidore Sharp, and one of the things he talks a lot about is like this realization that they had of really investing in like mid size uh, uh, hotels. Like that was their thing. They they weren't going to go skyscraper. They did a couple projects there. It, it didn't work out well for them, right? But they were also not going to go incredibly small and boutique. They wanted to be mid size, and that's really where they found their shtick, their their niche, right? Uh, and and I love that that. You just talked a little bit about how you guys are going to spend time talking about concepting because it's not something that I think most people have a framework for, quite frankly. So it sounds like they'll get that and more from from this module. And what we realized too, and great call out on design because it really is so important. When I got into writing the syllabus for this, I realized design impacts every single element of the project. Yeah, I mean, literally from the pitch deck to the the. Uh, the brand and identity to the marketing, the social media of it, of course, the design and construction of it. So it is so important. And that is 
key for the experience that you're creating. As, as Hans put it, design is the greatest or most important amenity that mm. you can offer. And I love yeah. that because it really captures the importance that design deserves. We also cover you know, a lot of, on the other end of the spectrum, the automation perspective. So the operations yeah. and automation is another big question I get a lot because uh, we've really successfully, like very efficiently automated the property. So I kind of go through the entire picture. I even interview some of the people that work for me, the, the two part-time people that work for me, show the software stacks. As I mentioned, we have the, the messaging automations. So we peel back the curtain on exactly the software that we're using, the smart home technology. And then of course, another really hot topic is the social media and the marketing yeah. aspect. People know it's we've had crazy success, like 80% plus direct booking rates. And so we do deep dives on working with influencers and giveaways, as well as social media strategy, how to make viral reels, how to do content right, how to find your style, and a lot more. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm so excited to, to hear a little bit more about that as well, because the number one question we get to from people that listen to the pod that write in is like, how, how do you actually effectively grow your brand on social media? A lot of folks want to increase direct bookings. They don't understand. They understand the basic framework, right? Of like, okay, well, you should partner with people who can create great content for you. But that's pretty much where it stops, right? And then there's so much controversy. And there's so much unknown, quite frankly, about how do you appropriately work with influencers? A lot of a lot of times folks work with influencers and get really crappy results, right? And it's like, why the heck? Like, what was the point of this, right? Have, it, have influencers sort of like, have we, have we, have we like, have they run their course in, in, in short-term rentals? That's a question that a lot of people are asking yep. right now, right? And so I'm excited to hear your thoughts on, on you know, how, how you see that. And also, I'm sure that I know that you have folks that have, uh, I think Nate, you said is, is going to help you out with that um, module or, or did help you out yep. with that module. Nate's been on the podcast. He's great. And so excited. I, I love that you're bringing in people. You've obviously had your own experiences, right? And you've had success in your own in your own context. But you're also bringing in people who have a little bit of a broader scope in a particular niche to share a little bit more about what they've seen outside of Live Oak Lake, right? Like is Live Oak Lake this silver bullet, right? Or can this actually be replicated in other contexts? I think is a question that a lot of folks have. Exactly right. Let me give you one taste on social media too. Please. Uh, to, wet, to wet your palate. So the first thing is, this is an obvious answer people hate probably, but I love it because it's true. You, If you're not starting with an exceptional product, don't even waste the money on social media. Mm. Once again, and if you're building ground up, you need to know this, and this ties back to our concept. This is why you have to have that established from the get-go and know clearly what that identity is and execute on it. But we would spend 10 times what we are and get maybe a quarter of the results if we had done a mediocre job on, on Live Oak Lake. Yeah. And that is such – it's so, so simple, but so many people just don't quite get that. They just think, oh, I can just pour money at something and it's going to fix the problem. And I think that applies to the influencer problem as well. And it all stems back to what is the product? What is the experience? Then my number one regret in building Live Oak Lake is, and I did actually a whole lesson on just all my regrets, all oh, my nice. biggest mistakes, which is kind of fun. Um, but my number one is I didn't film the process. So I was in such a hurry. I did it like nine and a half months. I just didn't make any content. I was just laser focused on building. Yeah. And that is gold because that's how you're telling a story. And I think a great example, the best example is Devin Lorop, who's featured in the masterclass as well. You know him. He's yes. incredibly talented, built a million point two followers on all social channels with his one property, the Pacific Bend. And he drives this, this point home as well. But you've got to tell the story 
and you know he built those followers before he even opened the property just through like 150 reels on instagram with like short time lapses trending audios and some basic ingredients which we cover that you have to execute right for social media so tell your story and make sure you get content it doesn't have to be professional you just need to get good like he, he just literally used a 30 dollar tripod yeah. and an iphone um and then when it comes to of course consistency you got to be consistent Assuming you've checked boxes one, at least one, and as far as having a, an exceptional product, and hopefully you have uh, uh, good before and after stuff too, but be consistent with your posting. And then um, uh, uh, with influencers, yes, it is a mixed bag. You're going to, I'll, I'll come straight out. I've had probably as many duds as I've had successes, but guess what? The payoff from the successes are worth 10 times. Like I, I could survive by just having 10%. Yeah. of the influencers that I've used come through because they have come through so well. Mm. I've learned a lot in the process too. And we talk about like which ones you want to use, how you find them, how you communicate with them. I think there's so much like as I've learned as far as like structuring the deal and giving them, having clear expectations on all sides, telling them what you want and before even hiring them, doing due diligence on them and, and getting results from, from previous giveaways. But if you, um, if you do that successfully, you know, it's tremendous, and we're still benefiting from that. I mean, we do uh, one or two giveaways a month still, even at 140,000 followers total, and we get several thousand followers every single time and several thousand dollars worth of booking. So it keeps compounding. Um, we could get we could get way in the weeds on this, but we cover that in the course. <laughs> no, I, and, and I'm so glad you do because it's uh, it's the question. It's such it's such a trendy and and just really important question, and I think that they're unfortunately. There are some folks that kind of get scammed, not scammed because that sounds uh, a little too nefarious, but there are folks that it's just not an appropriate relationship, right? And so I, I'm glad that you guys are taking the time to, to cover this topic. It's it's wonderfully important. Um, and I have a lot of, you know, creators and, and, and influencer friends in the space who I know are incredible and great. And so I also don't like bashing influencers as a whole because many of them are doing incredible work, right? And, but, but, you know, they can be few, they can be a, a, a few and far between, but, um, I love that you that you brought Devin into into this course as well. Uh, I got the opportunity to go see the Pacific Band. It was incredible. We are doing a, a little uh, video with him that'll come out in a couple weeks. But um, on that note, you also interviewed, uh, I believe, or I believe Ben Ben Wolf is also a part of your your course. And um, one of the things Ben says, which uh, he said he he told me on the podcast uh, podcast interview that we did. He talks a lot about like optimizing for like Instagrammable uh, spaces. So he talks a lot about like he he's built uh, Onera is kind of his flagship project right now, and he talks about how as he was designing and and building the space, the constant question he was asking himself right is like, are there enough Instagrammable opportunities? in each of the places that we're creating, right? And his his whole like his whole shtick and and belief there was. You want to create every possible, you, you want to ensure that every nook and cranny to the best of your ability could be snapped and shared on social media and it would look incredible. You want to incentivize more opportunities for people to share more photos of your property, not just like the one flagship photo of, of you know, uh, the stay from from the outside or, or from like the back deck or whatever the, the money shot is, right? But how do you ensure that you have multiple money shots throughout your your space so i thought that was just another fun little easy to remember thing that folks can take and incorporate in the, in their own context um absolutely 
couple, couple final questions for you here, man. Uh, and I, I don't want to give it all away because I want people to go buy your buy your freaking course. Um, oh, let me tell you, we're barely scratching the surface. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure I, I, I am not surprised. Um, so I, I want to hear a little bit about as you think about people your hope for people after coming after completing this course obviously you, you talked a little bit about the different people you think this course is designed for it's kind of designed for anyone that is interested in hospitality doing something new doing something different but when you step back from it all right what does isaac hope that people will say after they finish the course great question i hope that people will say wow I just now got a fire hydrant of actionable advice that I can apply to my specific case and property or before they've even launched. I just now downloaded the inspiration that I needed to actually launch and go out there and create an exceptional, experiential, branded stay. They build a following around. You know, I'm of the mind that much to my mentality that sharing information, you always get more than you than you give. Mm. A rising tide lifts all boats, and if I can help raise the tide of experience, experiential hospitality. I mean, honestly, Airbnb is such a, you know, was such a novel idea. It took the world by storm. Um, we've probably kind of hit peak Airbnb. It's not, it's not, not going anywhere anytime soon. But it's begun to get a little bit of a bad rap yeah. in some corners. And so I am trying to. And I have nothing against Airbnb. I have much respect for what they've done for the industry. They've created the industry by and large. Uh, and they even serve a purpose in my model. They're a great marketing tool. But I'm trying to create this new or help create this new genre of stays that of, of hospitality that is worldwide, that immerses people in local environments and culture and experience and design and makes it um, a, a reachable for, for a lot of people that aren't even used to that. And mm. so just in, in much the same way that Airbnb was novel and kind of took the world by storm because you know people weren't used to staying in other people's houses, that was, as Richard Furtick says, um, short-term rental 2.0, or I can't remember, I think that was 1.0. 2.0 and 3.0 is all about building out the actual connections and experiences that are going to, those emotional connections I was describing earlier that are going to impact people's lives yeah. and um, right. delight those guests host being able to delight those guests. So I found so much fulfillment in connecting with our guests at Live Oak Lake. That's the number one reason I'm in hospitality. I don't think you can be without having that heart and soul of just wanting to, you know, connect and delight your guests. And I want to be able to help inspire and equip others to do the same thing in the same way that I have been able to at Live Oak Lake. I'm only able to interact with probably five to 10%. Well, that's being generous. It's probably like one to 5% of the guests there because my schedule is so busy. But every time I do, it's so much fun. I mean, that's literally my most favorite thing that I do in my entire schedule uh, with work is being able to talk to our guests and just form connections and relationships and hear their, their you know, jubilance and excitement over what they discover and the traditions that they're creating at the property and bringing their kids and families back. So I want to help equip others to do the same thing. And you're exactly right. I brought in a panel of others, including other hosts that have helped do this. I'm not the only one. I owe a lot of credit to others in the space. I'm I'm helping to. I, I hope I'm helping to push it forward and uh, make it more make the beacon shine brighter. Mm. But that's what this masterclass is all about. It's about equipping and enlightening and informing and educating people about what's possible and how you can do that. How every single person can create a unique experience 
with their property, a unique brand that draws hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers. Yeah. So, uh, you're, you're such an inspiration, man. Last minute cancellations suck. And that's why we built Ping. Ping makes it easy for guests to be notified when their favorite Airbnbs become available. Ping is a simple widget that lives on your website or your direct booking site and allows your fans and followers to sign up and be notified if their preferred dates become available. Here's how it works. Jimmy sees that you're booked the whole month of October, but he wants to be notified if any three night window in the month becomes available. Jen is a returning guest and she wants to be notified if any week in June, July, or August becomes available. In a matter of seconds, Jimmy and Jen fill out the simple form and they will be pinged if the requested dates become available. And as a host, you will immediately get pinged via email with Jimmy and Jen's contact information and requested dates, which enables you to build up your own database of guest email addresses. Ping is what the best Airbnb hosts use to maximize bookings. You can get access to our beta pricing with plans that start at just $39 a year at bnbping.com. Again, that's bnbping.com. I think what's so beautiful about what you just shared there too, and the thoughts that are running through my head, right, about about the why, right, beyond this just being like, there's there's a lot of capital being invested in this space right now. There's a lot of opportunity for entrepreneurs in this space right now. But but all of that aside, right, the actual product that you've created and that you want to inspire others to continue to create, what it actually does is like when when you enter a, a well designed space, I was I think I was talking about this with Hans on uh, when he came on my show, right? We, we just, you design a really well designed space you bring a significant other or a family member into that space, the kind of conversation that you have, I don't know what it is, but it's just different than how you talk and communicate with them at home, right? Like there is something about gorgeous spaces that inspire sort of like a, a next degree of conversation. And I think next degrees of conversation can heal relationships. They can inspire true creativity. They can birth new visions for, for, for life, right? They can, they can inspire hope in people. And so at, at the, at the end of the day, I think the next generation of hospitality entrepreneurs, people like you, Isaac are helping create and facilitate spaces where hope, where inspiration, where healing, where reconciliation, uh, can, can take place. And I think that it, it might be, it, it might be a little far-fetched for some, but I truly do believe that when you design experiences that are, that, that, that are housed in sort of like an escaping from your routine that 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 combination truly does offer something special and that it's hard it's hard to put your finger on until you've experienced it and once you experience it you just want to keep experiencing it and find other ways to give that experience to others so i'm just so thankful for what you're doing for the the industry isaac keep keep on keeping on keep inspiring uh myself and and so many others to dig deeper and work harder to make this space more accessible to all and to just continue to push the envelope because it's people like you that we need at the forefront so that the rest of us can, you know, still play the game, not, not the a game, but can still play the game a little bit and, and look to Isaac as our, as our hope. So thanks for what well, you're doing, man. You're very kind. I, I can reciprocate all of that because you're doing a lot. I listen to a lot of your podcasts. It's still one of the only ones I have time to listen to, and I, I don't catch every episode, but I absolutely love it. Love hearing from the the other guests, the other hosts. I've learned so much, honestly, from this podcast. 
uh, it deserves a shout out. So thank you so much for everything you're doing. And thank you very much for having me on today. Of course. So we will have links to Isaac's course in the show notes below. Uh, Isaac, I guess the last thing I will say is, you know, I, I don't know, depending on depending on kind of like how, how folks think about this, right? This course is either really expensive or not nearly expensive enough. So Talk to talk to me just last as we sign off here. What is, what does the course actually cost? So folks tuning in can listen or, or can can have a sense for that. And then why did you price it in the way that you priced it? And then and then we'll and then we'll close out. Yeah. So I charge I charge uh, quite a bit of money. I hate to say this because it sounds ridiculous and it kind of is, except that it's a lot of value. I charge like thirteen hundred dollars an hour for consulting, and I honestly get tons of calls. People tell me that it's worth several thousand dollars just because I'm so transparent with everything that I have. Um, but the the course is much better than even a one-hour consulting call because it's obviously like this curated portfolio of all my like thoughts and time put down, boiled down to one clear, concise format. So I charge the launch founders uh, price for this seven-day launch, which we're in right now, is four thousand. It's three thousand nine hundred ninety-seven dollars. Um, it will be, that's, that's $2,000 off what it will reopen at in the future. And this first cohort also has much more access to me. It's five 60 minute group coaching calls, as well as all of those assets, including the underwriting model for free. So I'm throwing in a ton of value on this first one, um, to take advantage of the first time I've ever released anything. And also I want to hear feedback from the students. Um, so this is a great deal if you are interested. And as far as arriving at the price, I talked with a number of folks. I literally thought about this for the last <laughs> several months. <laughs> it was a really tough decision to make. And uh, you know, there are several. There are some other Airbnb and STR courses out there that are between seven and ten thousand dollars. The other main ones that I know of, and. I actually haven't taken them, so I can't speak to the quality of them. I assume they're good. They're not like this, I know, because they're they're more themed at like just general Airbnb, getting into Airbnb. But I wanted to give the same like comprehensive level of value that basically everything that was you could possibly teach in a 10-hour format, but also theme it around actual results at Live Oak Lake, which is what we did, super high production quality. And so we're coming in, you know, half or less than half than of what some of these other benchmarks that I know of currently are. And we'll see how it goes in the future. But right now, obviously I spent a lot of money and time creating it. So I, yeah. I need to get that paid off, but I'm also hoping just to have the bar as low as possible. It's, I know it's still a lot of money, but trust me, this is a very worthy investment. I think, um, so far from the number of, of, uh, uh, courses we've sold today, it seems like others are agreeing. Yeah. Um, and, if you are interested, this is this is your chance. This is going to be the most access to me and um, the cheapest by far it would probably ever be. Uh, I love it, man. One, one, one way to just maybe help frame it too for folks is like, depending on the school at the college that you went to, like that's roughly equivalent to like, you know, a course that you might've paid for, for, for college. Right. And yet the value, right. In this, that, that I know just by even the other people that you brought in to be a part of this it, it is incredible. So if you're serious about building something in this space, this is the drop in the bucket for, you know, setting you up for, even if it just accelerates your timeline by a couple of years, because of some of the stuff that you learn here, that couple of years is incredible, incredible Huge. amounts of time and money that you, that you would have spent out elsewhere. So, uh, and of course the results hopefully speak for themselves. Yes. Live Oak Lake, uh, net $600,000 the last 12 months. And, uh, we've created 
several, several million dollars of value in 18 months of owning it. More news on that coming later. Um, and so the results speak for themselves. I think that at the end of the day, I was just trying to let what we've done, like even in the, the promo video, the sales page, everything just sort of be like, instead of trying to like sell it really hard with yeah. how I'm talking about it, just show what we've created. And of course, that's what I'm doing with the teaching, showing everything and, and going through it all. So I'm not saying that there haven't been plenty of lucky breaks for me in the process. Everybody has a different uh, set of cards that they're dealt, but I was 24 years old. I pulled this off in 18 months and I think the results speak for themselves. I, so others can I agree. <laughs> I, I, I could not agree more, Isaac. Um, and you're, you're so humble in, in how you share everything that you've learned with, with the community. And I just, just thankful for, for all that you do. So folks, if you want to access the course, I'll have a link in the show notes below. Uh, if you have any questions, you know, feel free to ping me and, um, would love to help answer them to the extent that I can. But Isaac, thanks again so much for your time, man. I know it's precious these days, but, um, keep doing what you're doing and can't wait to see what you do next. Zach, thank you so much. And I appreciate your listeners and their time as well. Thanks for having me on. Hey friends, hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you are an Airbnb host or know an Airbnb host who'd like to come on the show, please send me an email at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com and we will chat. Behind the Stays is brought to you each week by Spontaneous, a carefully curated weekly newsletter that brings you the best last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. It's sort of like Scott's cheap flights, but for Airbnb. You can sign up once again for free at spontaneous.com. Last but certainly not least, I didn't believe in Marie Kondo's whole spark joy mantra until I started podcasting. Now, my joy is sparked every time I see a new subscriber roll in. So please hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and so you add a little spark to my joy fire today. Okay, that was kind of weird, but um, we're gonna roll with it. Subscribe um, and thanks in advance. All right, everyone, see you next time.